good afternoon, at least here in Ohio, everyone. I am Maria Daniels with Successfully Chaotic, and today I have a special guest. I've actually heard a lot about her. Um, she doesn't know it, or maybe she does know it. I don't know. Um, you do have some psychic abilities, so you probably know that um, you've been you've been talked about a little bit behind the scenes. Um, Jen has has talked nothing but amazing things about you, and um, I. Jen and I work together on my marketing consulting company side of things. And um, I love Jen to death. And she's done nothing but rave about you. And and she'll screenshot your pictures and send it. She's I just love her. She's just so fresh. She always says fresh. She's just so fresh. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, she is. So I have not got to meet you until just now. But um, I, I was already a big fan. So oh, for for those of the of you that are listening right now, um, and maybe you're listening in the future on the podcast, um, let people know who you are and kind of a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. So my name is Barbara May. Um, I'm a podcast host, um, spiritual teacher, coach, and you name it. Just so many, so many things. Like if you need a help, just reach out and I'll tell you what you need and I'll help you. <laughs> so, really? A lot of entrepreneurs, you're wearing all the hats. So. Yeah. So that's what you, you know, I help people to build a podcast, just like literally everything. But anyway, so the main the main thing what I do, um, just to be more specific, is that I help people to activate their soul. Simple as that. And and I do that through spirituality, I do that through coaching, I do that with energy. I also read cards and, and I have my podcast, which is there to um, make spirituality spirituality more fun and more relatable and more accessible to the people because that is about us coming to ourselves. So, so yeah. So, oh gosh, uh, too many things. No, I, I, and I love that. And I, I, I really love talking to people on. Well, you mentioned you're a podcaster too. I love talking to people on podcasts because we're all so layered. Um, we're all so layered as humans. We're so layered. And it's funny, like when you meet somebody um, like in a business aspect, quote unquote, you know, it's it's funny that you're getting only this one layer of them. And, you know, if you see them kind of out in the real world, you get another layer and you're you're having to just add on layer up on layer. And what I've found in um, my experience with having a podcast is like I sort through all these layers like and I love that because I love sorting through and figuring out, you know, what people do, you know, what makes them work like and and more importantly, the why, you know, I'm really big on the why behind, uh, you know, why people do things and why they think the way they do. And, um, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, the ups and downs because, you know, as much as people want to talk about the ups on everything, there's a lot of downs, <laughs> there's a lot of low points. And I like the realness of being able to, you know, be able to discuss things with people. Have you found in your podcasting world that that's been your experience? Well, I think I have found it before the podcasting world. So let me just start with this. I always had the feeling that I can achieve something, but I didn't know how. <laughs> I just I always had this feeling that I, I love people, right? I love the souls and I just love helping out people. And I was always this person who was like, okay, I'll help you with that. I'll advise you on that. But it was all over the place, but it wasn't centered. Yeah. And the podcast I, I just sent in my recent post, this podcast gave me my voice back. Because I have, so my background is I worked for BBC, I used to be an actress, 
and and I didn't like uh, being judged by people so I went behind the scenes and I have taken my voice away because I always used to be very outspoken and I just stopped talking because I was I just felt if I'm going to be quiet I'm not going to be judged and if I'm not going to be judged I'm going to be protected so you know like you kind of build that shield yeah um and also from like bullying people talking things about you like who do you think you are that you can speak out for yourself and all that kind of stuff however when I stepped in my power and I stepped in my love heart energy which is like I started doing what I love and what I always want to do and that is talking <laughs> as you as you probably figured it out I have built this shield around me and and I'm so protected but I do what I love so to answer your question I don't know what the question was anymore but <laughs> well, I hope I answered it <laughs> no I mean I don't know I guess it was kind of a question but it, I know for me starting into the point like I, I okay let me rewind where you said that you were an actress you felt like you had lost your voice I, I mean I wasn't an actress but I think a lot of people that I've spoken with especially women and I always say especially women and then I have guys message me well I've experienced that too and I'm not saying anything against the guys I just end up you know speaking with the women a lot more on this level that there's there's been many times in their journey that they they did they felt like they lost their voice and there was something whatever that was that plugged in that gave it back to them. And I, that was my experience with the podcast. It came into my life at the moment that I didn't realize that I needed it. I didn't realize that it was going to be a tool for me to kind of heal some of my own wounds and to put power back in my voice, to put power back behind, you know, my purpose. And it, it, for me, it became a tool um, for myself, but also to connect with others on a level that is a lot more, you know, approachable and a lot more, um, you know, down to earth than the atypical, you know, meeting that you may have or connection that you may have on a business level. Or that was my experience. Cause like I said, I, I do have my foot in the business world with my marketing consulting company. And I also, I have a wellness company. So I deal with people on, you know, the nutritional level. And a lot of times what I get from both of those angles, it's different, but it's the same because there's, there's this underlying need and, and you probably are going to relate when I say this, I've always very much been the helper. Um, I'm, just a helper. Like I, every situation, I always jokingly say that I end up being the mother of every situation. Naturally, I'm the helper, but that comes with a cost, you know, to your own, um, you know, spirit, to your own, you know, well-being, to your own mental stability, all the things. And so after a while, if we're not conscientious and careful, we can allow that to still our voice. And I, that's, that was why I was kind of curious if your relationship with podcasting um, was an outlet for you, or if it was, if you had noticed, uh, that a can, you know, a deeper connection with people. And I, and the only reason I wanted to ask you that specifically is coming from a psychic level, obviously that your, um, experience with connections are going to be a little bit different than mine. Yeah. So I have, it's a great question. I have, um, set myself a trap. Okay. Yeah. So I knew, <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about. I knew that I'm able to do it. Okay. I knew yeah. I wanted to do it, and I knew that if I wanted to, if I wanted to achieve something, and I wanted to step out of my comfort zone, I have to do it. So for those who are listening, before before we go any further, I just want to say 
back to the stuff what you said the knowledge and being a helper right so when so many people we have all this power right we, we can help we can advise and all that kind of stuff okay i believe that it will be selfish from us to keep it for ourselves okay we have it for a reason and we should share it okay so that's back to what, what you said and um what i have done is i have done a to-do list and on to-do list i have written things what i want so me barbara what i want um uh, for example new shoes uh write a book find a husband get a driving license um get a podcast um become public speaker whatever yeah and i have prioritized those things and i have decided what thing is the most important one and how do i get there but do you know why I want to get there? Because I appreciate myself, because I love myself, and I want to be happy, and I want to achieve something. And if I'm not going to get there, I probably just gonna live the second best. So I that's that's the decision I have made. I have made the decision before I turned thirty. I'm a thirty-three years old now. But uh, but what I mean by that is, as soon as I start doing it, more things start to come into me, because I was happy because I have finally listened to myself and I if that makes sense. And and that's what that's what I did. So and podcast was was one of those one of those things. So um yeah definitely I stepped in 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 my power and I don't care what um what people think unless I care the more popular the podcast is which Absolutely. is which is fabulous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, it takes it breaks down that barrier, you know, one of, for me, one of the reasons of getting into it at the very beginning, not realizing again, that it was going to be very th therapeutic for me was to break down that barrier between the professional quote unquote business owner, you know, the woman in the business world and who she should be what she should look like dress like talk like all the things and allowing that to blend in with who they really are. Because, you know, in that space, I felt like and I use this quote a lot on this show is that I felt like I was wearing this mask of perfection. I had to show up perfect every day, all day. And it was exhausting when my personal life was a complete hot mess. And I was barely keeping my head above water. And that, you know, back and forth of being expected to show up in such a way, it wore me down. And finally, I, I mean, I broke, I had a complete breakdown, just broke. And when that happened, it was so freeing. Honestly, you mentioned you quit carrying what people thought I did. You know, I was like, I don't even care. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't physically care anymore. I couldn't mentally care anymore. And at that moment when I stopped caring, I was able to start just picking up the pieces of what I wanted to care about. And I love that with, you were talking about your list, podcasting's on the list and all these things that are on your list. And I think, you know, the biggest thing there is that you know, we as humans, we deserve to have things that make us happy. We deserve to have a list of things that we are working towards. And the the thing is, is that needs to come from us. It doesn't need to be told, you know, from someone else that this is the list of things that you should accomplish. You know, you need to, you know, do this and do this and do this and do this because that causes more stress and more issues in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And you should be listening to yourself and not what not what other people want you to be. You know, like there are so many people, and I'm sure there's so many people are listening right now, and I do apologize for being so direct, but uh, people are doing a job which they do not enjoy. And they are doing it because they're following um, some kind of pattern which they got given, and that's the right way to do it. They can be making a lot of money, you know, and have a successful life, but but they are not happy deep inside. And I talk to, talked about this all the time, especially to my clients. I say, 
Well, if you start following your heart and you start doing what you really, really want to do, and you know, Maria, because it works for you, that's it's going to turn into a gold mine. So it's going to bring you more success and more, more of what you really, really should have. And I guarantee you, it works. Absolutely. (laughs) So what is your podcast called? And can you tell everybody just kind of a little about the podcast and the structure and, you know, all the things? We love to hear the stories here. (laughs) Yeah. So it's called The Barbara May Show and, um, and it's all about spirituality. So I have, well, not really all about spirituality because I do have a cryptocurrency there as well. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) You know, freedom. Exactly. (laughs) um a spiritualist yeah anyway um so there are loads of those kind of topics but um but it is there to uh, to make a spirituality more accessible and more relatable um to the people so so there are interviews with people um like um i don't know i don't know if i should drop some names but but like yeah people um who are teachers doctors i have done an episode on sugar addiction um, heavy metal detox, um, angels, you know, energy healing, uh, raising vibration, and just like I'm doing episode on Instagram, how to build your business. So it, I would say that it is directed to entrepreneurs, but I want people to accept the spirituality, not as the word spirituality, but something what is happening simultaneously with with everything else. I hope that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. No, it does. And I, you know, I think for a lot of people, depending on how they were raised and their background and all the things that term quote unquote spirituality can mean lots of different things. And, but, you know, for me, I, I consider myself a very spiritual person and, you know, just kind of on a, on a side note, you know, you know, meditation and Reiki and, you know, all the things that if you would have asked me a couple of decades ago, I would have been like, oh, psh, no, that's strange. You know, it's fruit, fruit, it's weird. It's out there. But it's funny how when you start to really learn and dig in, you realize that a lot of these preconceived notions that we had about these terms and these terminologies that we've heard over the years aren't what we, they, we actually thought they were and that we are actually a part of it in our everyday lives right now, even though we don't even realize it. And it's, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, energy healings and all these things and, you know, I love cymatics, um, you know, just sound healing. And, you know, I play, um, you know, drum and um, we've done drumming circles. I have a 12 year old that's autistic. And one of the things that we've done with him is using that energy healing um, from, you know, sound therapies. And, you know, there's so much about the world that ties in with spiritual teachings. And if people just kind of stop, you know, their preconceived notions on everything and really look at what the teachings really are on this. I think there's a lot of people that would be surprised, uh, especially in the business world, because you mentioned you you gear towards entrepreneurs. And I, I like historically, a lot of entrepreneurs that I, you know, mentioned, you know, have worked with in the past and have mentioned spirituality, you get one or the other kind of like reaction, like spirituality. Oh, you know, you know, they just think they're like, they're just seeing like witches out in the woods and you know, like whatever movies they've seen or, you know, whatever preconceived notion they may have. But in reality, there's the other side of it just means, you know, the energies and, you know, nature and like, there's so many deep meanings that, you know, we actually deal with on a daily basis that is a part of our everyday life. And I love that you are bridging that gap between you're kind of doing what I'm doing as far as like bridging the gap between the business world and the real world, because it, it is everything is the gray area. I say that all the time that, you know, we all, we think of things as black and white, but it's not. 
Like everything mm-hmm. literally is in the gray area of, of life. It's, it's, there's, there's the truth in the middle of, you know, all these people's preconceived notions. Yeah. Also, one thing which I wanted to um, just tap into quickly, you said about your son um, and you use the drums. So the thing with the drums, the reason why they are so effective is because um, there is this drum called audio drum, I'm sure you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, it's a sound of a womb, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's why that's why it comes to children. That's why it comes to children down. Also, the other thing is with the entrepreneurs you have mentioned. So there is a huge rise of entrepreneurs, right? Since the Instagram, since all the social media, and there is a reason for it. This is happening to us um, because we are changing, okay? We're changing our energy. We're changing our frequency. This was supposed to happen. So people, I know you. everybody's talking about step into your power, okay? But people are stepping into their power, and that's what it is. They are following their heart energy, and they're following what they want to do, and they suddenly become free. Okay, and that's what it is. That's what it is about. And I don't know what was the last thing. Last thing you have you have mentioned, um, but um, I don't remember what what it was. But yeah, it's it's just it's oh yeah, the spirituality. Sorry. So yeah, the spirituality. Is um, for me, I don't know how you feel about it, and I would really like to know how you feel about it. But for me, um, it's very nurturing. Okay, that's how I see it. It's like it's like the comfort blanket because I know within myself that it makes me feel good. Okay, and um, it heals me. It makes me happy, and I know what is right and wrong. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to. I'm going to something what is what is comforting, comforting, and and nurturing. And um, yeah, just the way of living, isn't it? It, it really is. And, and I think that, you know, people a lot of Sorry. times, <laughs> no, you're fine. People a lot of times step into um, their idea of spirituality subtly. I, I did. I, I was I was raised Southern Baptist, which I know I think you're in the in the UK. I don't even know. Are there Baptists in the UK? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was raised I was raised Southern Baptist. So it is. Um, you know, in the religious um, arena, it's fairly strict um, belief systems. And, you know, whether we realize it or, lo- or not, there's a lot of, um, trying to think of the right term to use. But control. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of control involved in that. And there's a lot of, you almost have to relearn and figure out what do you actually think for yourself when, when that's how you were raised. And, you know, I was almost scared to believe a lot of things on the other side or on, I wouldn't even say the other side, what they considered the other side, which is not, which is just the side. You know, I, I was, it was almost back to where I said black and white. That was how I was taught. And I almost had to unlearn all of those preconceived notions. Like I was mentioning before to realize, okay, well, that's not how I was. It's not how I was taught, you know, that again, I was living a lot of the day to day, um, spirituality practices in my everyday life without even terming it that. And I didn't even realize it until I really started to open myself up to accepting that maybe not everything that I was taught was factual. Maybe not everything that maybe, you know, that, that, you know, believing in the, another way other than the small, you know, amount of things that I had been taught about, you know, spiritual side of things, that there was more to it than just that. Until I kind of started to break all that down, I, you know, didn't feel that I 
was really, I, I guess, it, I guess I felt sur like almost suppressed. Like, mm -hmm. and I think that really layered onto me along with a lot of other things that went on in my life. And I really think that was part of it that led up to when I said I had my breakdown. Like it was everything. It was everything from my entire life at that moment. And that, you know, that saying the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, was so true. And, you know, when I started kind of trying to pick up my own pieces, it was actually looking at that life from a different perspective and looking at all the things that I had known and thought from a different perspective and being able to embrace that. Maybe I didn't know <laughs> a lot of things that honestly I found out that I really didn't know. And I think, you know, just being able to allow myself the freedom to learn, you know, kids, kids are very good at naturally just being inquisitive and learning. And unfortunately, when we get to be an adult, we, we stop that a lot of times. I don't know how it happens, but, you know, during that time, I gave my permission to be childlike again and to be accepting that there's a lot of things about life that I have no idea and I don't understand and to be willing to absorb that and accept that. And, you know, do you find when you're working with, and I keep coming back to entrepreneurs specifically, but when you're working with entrepreneurs, a lot of times they have that same, I, I guess, blockage, <laughs> I guess would be a good way of putting it, that they're, they have got to a point in their lives where they feel like there's a certain part that they're not there. They, they shouldn't even look into that's not worth looking into. And they've, you know, they've given themselves a certain set of steps and they're unwilling to move outside of that. Is that a common thing that you end up working with them to help them kind of tear down? Yeah, absolutely. Everyone, everyone has it. And since some people, um, I don't want to say that you cannot help them. Okay. They do understand it, but they, they are scared to step out of that comfort because they're scared what is going to happen. You know, most of the people say to yeah. me, when I say to them, I said, just follow your heart. They say to me, well, I have, a, I have a job, I have mortgage to pay, I've got children. And I said, that's absolutely fine. I'm not telling you to leave your job <laughs> and, um, and you know, like you sell your Ferrari, that uh, famous thing. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Definitely do not do that because that will put you under pressure and not off stress. But what I'm asking you to do is the day has got 24 hours, okay? We usually, if we're lucky, we have a 12 hours of a daylight, okay? There is a thing, it's called the time management, okay? And if you, <laughs> again, to-do list, if you, are, if you manage your time, there is always going to be the time of the day when you can sit down and you can do something what you love, drawing, coloring, or whatever, and it's just just to give that give that to yourself because you are always giving things out. And back to what you were saying, I just wanted to touch up on on the religion thing. Is you know how did Jesus heal people? Okay, exactly. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so how did he do that? Was he was he burned at a stake because he was he was a witch? Do you know what I mean? Anyway, no. And how did Reiki start it? Why did we um, praise Jesus and why we don't, well, now people do, but like back in the day, why was Reiki like something? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Energy doesn't work. So how did Jesus do it? Exactly. Do I mean, yeah. so anyway, so that's why I just wanted to touch up on that. That's There is this strong control um with it because maybe somebody up there just don't want the people to step into their power because as soon as they enter their power they're so powerful and they are unstoppable 
So yeah, that's just um, yeah. I, I love that you pointed that out because again, I was I was raised in this. I heard the teachings of Jesus and the stories and all, you know all the things my entire life. But until I actually got certified to teach Reiki and all the things in that world. I didn't really put two and two together. And I, you know, one day I thought about that. I was like, it makes it literally, it's almost like, and this sounds crazy, but it's almost like um, the wool was pulled back, <laughs> you know, as they say, that figure of speech. And it all does tie together. And, and that's why I say that from, from my experience to date, you know, I feel like so many things are the gray area that there's this argument that goes on between religious institutions and the quote unquote spiritual side of things when really they're talking about the same thing. They're just using different words and, you know, different, you know, sections of, you know, the teachings or whatever, but they're talking about, you know, the same things. And I think like in, in most instances, when you have just two sides of things fighting, if they just stop and talk, they figure out that, oh, okay, well, we're actually, <laughs> there's no reason to argue because we're talking about the same things. There may be fine little details of, you know, their practices that are different, but, you know, when you dial it back, it's the same teachings, the same spiritual yearnings, the same connections, the, the same. Yeah, totally. It's like, um, you can also say that we are creation of a creator, but we are creator of creation. And if, if if everything is magic, isn't it? It mm -hmm. it has been in the Bible. <laughs> it's it's all it's all it's all happening now. It's all happening nonstop, and we can do it. We can change it. And, and yeah, I love that. I know. Um, so you said you have some teachings that are going on through Instagram right now for entrepreneurs. Can you maybe talk a little bit specifically about that for maybe somebody that's listening now? That's like, oh, I need that. So I do loads of stuff. So, so uh, the first thing which I found very difficult is to reach the right audience. Okay, so I started doing loads of stuff on the Inside Timer. So that's the app. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with that. It's like a meditation free app. And I started teaching over there, and uh, and people started contacting me, and um, and that's how I kind of build up my my community, whatever you call it. Um, I am launching this program um, from the January next year. And it's all about the spiritual um, and psychic development. So I will teach people in six weeks. So we kind of have a chat about what they want to know, what they want to learn. And I'm going to be teaching them the tarot. I'm going to teach you how to use the pendulum, crystals, channeling, and just like literally everything what comes with it. But obviously it's specially tailored um, per person because somebody doesn't want to do tarot. They just want to do crystals and energy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what I have. And obviously on Instagram, I just post like things here and there of crystals and just just messages. <laughs> well, I think they need to come out like today, like I'm yeah. doing the interview with you and, you know. <laughs> I, I think it's really funny. Um, you mentioned crystals. Well, you mentioned several things, but I was laughing about the crystals specifically because I can remember I was talking with the business associates and um, they were actually here in my building and I had crystals laying there and they were like what what is that you know and I told them and they were like I'm surprised that you believe that those do anything and I was like well have you ever heard of a crystal radio <laughs> you know, it's, iPhone yeah iPhone <laughs> and I mean it's like you know I again and, and I was that person so I try to be very yeah you know patient because I, I was that person I mean to the point that I can remember gosh it's probably been 
17 years ago, probably, I got kicked out of a yoga certification class. Um, I was working as a trainer at the time. Um, one of the gyms, I was freelance, one of the gyms that I was working, I wanted me to get yoga certified. And at the time, I thought yoga is stupid. I don't, why? Why am I going to get yoga certified? But, you know, I'm like, I can stretch by myself. I don't need help stretching, you know, to whatever. So I went though, because um, they were paying for the class. And I definitely didn't get, you know, the meditation side of it because, you know, honestly, I don't think I was ready. You know, you, mm -hmm. I, I'm a firm believer of that now. But at the time, I just thought this was a waste of time. This was really stupid. And then I also went with a friend of mine, and I'm super sarcastic at heart. And we just got to giggling and laughing, and they kicked us out. So that became the joke for years to come. But the hilarious part of that now is you fast forward. I teach yoga now. I'm certified in yoga now. I do yoga literally every day now. And that is a gift to myself, to my own mental stability. It's way more than just people think stretches. And yeah, that's that's part of it to you know help your body with movement. But it's so much more than that. And I think it's really funny you know, how far our mind comes when we're ready to, you know, take on that knowledge. At that point in time, it's common. Like to me, it's common sense now, you know, why yoga helps, why meditation helps, why crystals, you know, are able to aid in energy healing. And, you know, I wasn't ready to understand those things then, and that's okay. And so I try to be patient with other people who are not ready to understand them now and just point out factual things like you mentioned, like the iPhone or a crystal radio or that Jesus, you know, healed by touch and all these things that are, you know, have boiled down to our preconceived notion is, and I think that's, you know, what our mission is, or at least my mission is not like yours is too, is, is to break down those preconceived notions and to, to not do that in a hateful way, because that never teaches, but to do it in such a way that says, I get it. You know, I, I especially with me, I was that person that was like, you know, that's really frou-frou, it's really weird, you know, um, and it was because I was not ready to absorb it and I was uncomfortable with it because it was, it was different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, there is like um, a lack of common sense, which has been taken away. I'm not saying I'm not putting anybody down who doesn't have the common sense, but it kind of has been taken away. By the way, great, Christopher, common sense is hematite. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing it in. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I, I, and I do. And I think that, I, I think I challenge people that, you know, if maybe they're listening and they're in a space, maybe like I was back years ago, where it is so uncomfortable because of our teachings, it's uncomfortable to even think of things. Start out with something that, you know, is almost like baby steps to really understanding other things, you know, you know, maybe go take a yoga class and really concentrate on your breathing. I mean, it can start as simple as something like that. And to stop with the preconceived notions and to just be an experience. And honestly, if you take the moment to just be and just experience, which I know, trust me, I own several businesses and I have a thousand kids and the idea of just being for me is hard. Um, that's my, my life struggle is to just calm down and just be. Um, but when, when you do, you know, you are able to really experience so many things in life that it makes it impossible to not believe in the spiritual side of things. Totally. Great. <laughs> so, well, and, and I know a lot of people, we had somebody pop in and said, hey, are you doing psychic readings? And let's go ahead. And, and I mean, we've alluded to it a few times. So you do do psychic readings. And yeah. that's another thing that some people are like psychic readings. And either you get probably two sides of that. Please tell me everything about my future. And they expect you to know everything because um, they've watched too many movies. Um, and then, you know, there's probably the other side of things where they're 
scared to even approach that. How do you handle somebody that's new on both of those, you know, sides of things to really explain to them, you know, what being a psychic truly is? Okay, so truly <laughs> what I do is I read energy, okay? So that's, I've been doing it since I was little. I used to play this game. I used to guess when people were born, like what day they were born because the days um, represented certain energy. And then later in life, I realized, holy moly, they are um, related to the planets. And so so I had the picture finally. And I had, no, I didn't have the picture. I had the name for the picture. So, um, so what I do is I read energy. So I see, um, I see pictures, I see colors, I see situations, I see people. Um, I can describe smell and all that kind of stuff. And then I put it into the one picture, and then I'll tell you what I see. And um, and obviously, if there is specific uh, question, I have done a reading for Jen, a mutual friend, and stuff like that. Um, describe loads of rooms, and so that's that. That's simply how it is. I do tarot, so tarot is there to help me out if there is any specific question, which I do not have the answer for, which that happens. Um, and, and yeah, and then a kind of tarot opens up, opens up the door for me and then, I, then, I'm able to, then I'm able to tell you more. With the other question about telling people what they not should, what they should not know, like the husband is cheating on you, which I have done recently. I have done a crystal healing on somebody. And um, and I just had this vision of him cheating on her, treating her like not very nice, just very like domineering. And she was like this who cooks and clean and just like very kind. And and I was just thinking, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Um, you can't, you can't tell them because yeah. um people will go into the defense mode so what you do it's just i would say as well are you happy in a relationship how's the relationship going and all that kind of stuff but it's not my place to do that unless they ask straight so so that's to answer answer that question i yeah. concerns if people are um fertile or the opposite if they can't have babies um yeah so so I, I should have seen you a long time ago because I I, I have seven kids. Um, we had, we lost one pregnancy back years ago, so a total of eight pregnancies. And it's funny if you would have asked me a long time ago, I would have said I don't want kids. I've been changed having them now, of course. But um, it's funny, like uh, you mentioned fertility. Um, I I've always joked around that I'm just super fertile, and um, I should have just I should have I should have came to you and asked that question. So, what's the most common question you get asked? So it's true. I would say they're at the same level and it's about the job. Okay. Um, am I on the right path or am I, should I change job? And then a second one is the love question. How do I manifest okay. the love uh, or how do I manifest the partner I really, really want? Because obviously, um, yeah, or how do I get it to that partner? So if you want to know, let me know, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, and I think I, then those were, I didn't even think about the job thing, but I was thinking about, it's probably the love question, you know, that, that was my, my thoughts on what I, what I thought that the most popular question is, do you find that people come to you as a psychic and they are very, um, led by, you know, movie TV idea of, you know, psychics. And do you find that that is a more of a challenge to kind of get them out of that mindset on this is not TV, this is yeah, your life? Never, never okay. had anybody like that. 
and my readings are very different. I, I say like it's like a spiritual therapy as well, if that makes sense, because it's, it is like a therapy. Um, it comes with advice and stuff like that, but never had anybody, anybody like that. I think there are people who come, or maybe I, maybe I attract them. I really don't know. Just get the, get the, yeah. I did have somebody, you know, when I started my podcast, I was doing, um, this, um, a for review, because obviously try to get the reviews and I said, um, um, for the reviews, I will pick one person a month or something and I'll do the full reading. And I did have this lady. And she was very against it. So she really wanted to have it because she's done the review, like she submitted it. I have chosen her and then I'm going to do reading. But she was just like, very like, how do you know? Do you really, you know, like just like yeah. that kind of questioning. And that's yeah. very difficult because if you don't want somebody to read your energy, um, you can block it and they're not going to be able to. You know, like um, I have saw a few things, but it was so difficult. And I'm completely honest with you, it was so difficult for me to read for her. I just, and, and if that happens, well, I'm, I'm not going to uh, charge any money. You know, I just say, well, I'm so sorry. I can't, I can't do it. So, so yeah, that was one like bit funny experience. So do you, do you find that there are some people other, I mean, and maybe it goes back to exactly what you said, maybe it's just a blockage, but there's some people that you, you can't read at all. Mm -hmm. I do. Like, I mean, and and the only reason I'm saying that is I definitely like I I'm not a psychic, but I mean I we all have um, just a natural ability to sense situations. Just you know, if we pay attention to it, and um, not on a psychic level, as far as what I'm concerned, for me, but what I would just consider, like you mentioned, common sense. The common sense kind of sense the situation. Oh, they seem upset, or oh, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. But there are certain people I've noticed that I cannot get a sense of where they stand on anything. And honestly, that makes me more uncomfortable than anything. I am comfortable with, a, you know, being able to be able to tell where people are at, even in a business setting. I've used this in, in business. I use it in business every single day. A meeting in a big room, you know, you can sense the energies of people. And then you have one person that there's nothing. It's that one person that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think the reason is because they are in this defense mode if that makes sense yeah it does so whatever you do whatever you do it disagree with them but then it's it's like it's like the example what i have set before it's they already are not interested and that's fine do you know what i mean like that's yes. absolutely fine you know like if they're not interested to kind of connect with you or something you just have to respect that and I think when you actually respect that, they will come back. <laughs> yeah. And it may not be the right time. Like we were talking yeah. about earlier, you know, we all, I, I'm a firm believer that there is a, a time and a place for everything. And, you know, what I feel and experience now in my life, I would have never even imagined it, you know, previously. And I think it has to be kind of that right time for you to absorb whatever information, download whatever information that you're supposed to have at that moment. And I think that's just part of growing and changing and experiencing this journey of life. And we all kind of get there at different times. You know, I don't think it's like an age thing because, you know, some people have figured it all out way past the level I'm at way before, you know, my age. So I think it just depends on your maturity, your maturity on a spiritual level and just how much blockages you do have and what your life experience has, has been at that 
point to either allow you to be more open and receptive or, you know, cause you to be more closed down. And, you know, I've found with myself as an example and other people I've spoken with, you know, obviously traumas and traumatic situations and things cause you to be more closed down because you're not receptive because you've got so much damage on an internal level to do you end up dealing with um i'm sure you do because trauma is so you know broad do you end up dealing with people on a, on a level of trauma that you end up i always explain kind of peel it back like layers again like i said earlier that you end up having to work with them on an ongoing basis for a while to get to that point where you're peeling back the layers because when they first come to you you're getting surface level yeah yeah and i know yeah yeah i completely do and um and that's relating to the self-love they just stop loving themselves because they've been told that they're not good enough you know the parents don't believe in them they don't give them the opportunity to have the education they just put them to like the cheapest school because you know i think that is that is the main that is the main thing and um when people are going through relationship traumas like abusing and abusement and all that kind of stuff i do pick up on that but they never admit it because they're ashamed so there is like those things which which kind of which kind of come come with that and energy healing is fantastic for it. Absolutely fantastic. I I only do energy healings in person. I don't do them distant um, because that's that's just me. Um, but uh, there are so many people who do them and it gives you it gives you like a boost of it's like a caffeine, I don't know. And and of course also I find them like a problem solutions as well. Well, you said that you do Reiki, right? So mm -hmm. if I have a problem, I always go there with intention to my friends. We, we do swaps all the time. And um, and I'm just like, thinking, okay, well, I need an answer for this. Like, I just need to sort this out or I need to know the next step. And I lay down. She works with angels. I love angel healings. They're fantastic. Love the energy. And she does the healing. And, and then I'm just like thinking, all right, done. Yes, got it. Okay. Ready to go now. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I got it. Like, that's, that's how it works for me. Um, so for those people, um, it just gives them a power, isn't it? Because it's just a dose of energy um, and energy travels, um, as we were talking previously, um, with a sound, like sound travels. And it's, it is going where it's supposed to go. But it's a long, 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 long work, long time, sorry, long, long term, long term work to do that. So do you feel that when you work with somebody that um, you absorb uh, uh, any of it? I mean, as far as like wearing you down or does it take a lot out of you or, you know, how, how was your experience on that level? Okay. So, um, I, no, it doesn't, it used to, but it, it doesn't anymore because the thing is that you are not, you are not the healer. Yeah. You're supposed to be the channel, mm -hmm. um, for the energy. Okay. So you don't, I'm not saying that you don't have the powers. Okay. But, yeah. but yeah, yeah. We understand each other. Yeah. So that's so that's a very important thing. Um, if you put your ego into it, then it will make you tired. Okay. Um, when it comes to the readings, I get high, and you're not supposed to get high. Everybody <laughs> says you're not supposed, not supposed to be affecting you. Well, I'm telling you, being honest, I get high, and I yeah. get high because I just get so ecstatic because I just get so. So how I do it is like I'll sit you down and I don't want to I don't want to hear anything I don't want you to say anything I don't want you to because then I then it's easy to read the body language here yeah? and I'll tell you the story I'll tell you what I'm picking up on 
And then when when we open up the reading, I just just get so happy because because I know you know that that I know, <laughs> and it makes me happy because if you know that I know and I'm not supposed to know, then I feel that there is a shift. Something has been. I have done something. I have like the box has been ticked. Like I have served my yeah. purpose. And you've connected. <laughs> and I get and I connect it, and then I get a high. I just get so excited. I just like, oh, I love it. I want to do more of this. I, I feel like that would be a normal reaction just on a brain level, but I'm I'm not psychic either, so I don't know. <laughs> I feel like just from a brain level, from a body level, that you know that would be a natural potential of that ecstatic, that high, you know, feeling those endorphins rushing and, you know, all that. So tell people if maybe if somebody is listening or watching right now that they're interested in maybe getting a reading, is Instagram still the best place to reach you? So I would say the website. So my website, okay. which is www.barbaramay.com. It's um, spelled B-A-R-B-R-A, different spell of Barbara. And um, so yes, so then they can book one-to-one -one session with me or Instagram. Yeah, um, my DMs are open. So I have open policy. I'm not ignoring anybody. Then if it goes to the general, whatever that is, um, side of it. And, um, and yeah. That's awesome. And I've enjoyed talking to you today. I feel like I could just ask you, like, I feel like I'm wearing you out there because I don't know what time it is there, but it has to be late. What time is it there right now? Um, It's 7.46. Oh, it's not it's as late as I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm <laughs> really bad with time zones. <laughs> like, I am bad with time zones. I am bad with directions. I am terrible with maps. You know, I, um, yeah, there's a well, long you could list. Well, you could have different things. Yeah. You, yes, you can have it all. Don't be selfish. No, that's true. I definitely, well, I did not get that. So it's fine. I've, you know, I've come to the to that uh, per perspective of uh, allowing myself to be okay with that. But so, yeah, because I was thinking like, gosh, I wonder if it's like, you know, 2 a.m. or I'm terrible at time zones. I, oh, no, so. I don't love you that much. No, I, well, and that's why I was sitting here thinking, I mean, I seen your lamp on in the background and I was like, oh, she, is it dark there? And then. And I was like, oh, I wonder what time it is there. And this shows how my brain works. So I have self-diagnosed ADHD. And so my brain's like all the places. So, <laughs> but anyway, I, there is a um, ticker. If you're watching at the bottom of the web of the live right now of Barbara's website, which is barbaramay.com and it's B-A-R-B-R-A, -R -R -A, Barbara. And I think in some of our shows or media, I spelled it not like that. So I'm, I apologize. Um, so I don't like, I did not even read it to that level until you just said, I was like, Oh, I bet you that I spelled it the other way of uh, Barbara. So I'll go fix that later, but you can go to our website and connect with her and get a reading, um, connect with her on our podcasts and, you know, like, like and subscribe to our podcast, all podcasters like that. And again, thank you so much for being on here today. And if, is there anything else you kind of want to say to everybody before we end? No, just thank you for having me and thank you very much for listening. Absolutely. Thank you. And for everybody that watches our live broadcast, we will be back again next Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time with another great show. So see you guys later. Bye.